Welcome to the What the Heal podcast, where we discuss what the healing journey really looks like unfiltered. Welcome to the What the Heal podcast, where we discuss what the healing journey really looks like unfiltered. I am Brittany. I'm Izzy. Deshante. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. We're getting it together, guys. Don't you worry. We really Don't are. Don't worry. <laughs> um, what are your guys' uh, healing tips of the day? I once again have a quote from a book. Go for it. And this is from The 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma. It goes, oh. the hero does not become great during periods of comfort. The illustrious and noble souls of our world became strong, brave, and moral while standing resolutely in the storm of adversity, difficulty, and doubt. It is in the moment that you face your deepest weaknesses that you receive the chance to forge your greatest strength. Real power, then, comes from a life of ease, but one of intense effort. Devoted discipline and demanding action in the direction of what your supreme self knows to be right. To continue at a time when you ache to stop, to advance when you long to quit, to persist in the instant when you feel like giving up, is to claim your membership among the great warriors and honorable characters who led humanity to a better place through their earned invincibility. So for me, it means that never give up. Mm -hmm. No matter how bad your life is, you can always turn it around and you can always use your weaknesses for strengths. Um, it is always about overcoming them and learning new ways to cope with them and therefore, again, helping others if they're going through the same thing that you're going through. Yes. Awesome. I love it. Um, my healing tip of the day is uh, affirmations work. Uh, talk kind to yourself. I'm very bad at that, so we're working on it over here. But um, my my favorite thing to do in terms of affirmations is listen to my affirmation playlist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just a good way to start the day positive and grateful and well that Maybe adds. you can link it so that if anybody's listening to it and wants a positivity um, playlist. Oh, yeah, because it's go lit. Because that shit it is, is upbeat. Yes, that really is. I love that we were listening to it on our way here today. We always, yeah. To remind us not to smack bitches. Deshante. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my healing tip of the day, discipline is hard, but complacency is easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it will be the death of anything new that you could birth. Mm-hmm. Love it. Very, very true. So uh, what are the good habits that you guys have developed over your healing journey? Let's Let's hear some good ones. Okay, well, first let's start about Let's define habits for those that don't know what a habit is. Okay. Habits are a routine or a behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur sometimes subconsciously. Yes. And guys, it takes 60 days to form a habit. 66. Oh, well, the thing that I found on Google <laughs> said 60. So. According to the 5 a.m. club, it is 66 days to are like fully okay. from like. According to Google, it's 60. <laughs> Well, we're going to trust the book. <laughs> no, um, yeah, we can that tr- is we can the shit. Robert Sharma, that's yes. the shit. Like, yeah, I got his quote on my vision board. I didn't really? know that was his book. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good. And he talks a lot about, like, what other people have in their mind. And I, I really love the book. We're going to have a link to the book, I guess, in our in our show notes as well. I'm going to write that Sponsor down. Sponsor us. Yeah, please, <laughs> please, 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 please. We'll take it. We'll take it. Um, but, yes, good habits. So... <laughs> 
Hold on. Does Izzy, I feel like you have all the good habits. I'll, I'll, I'll start then. My good habits are... Um, <laughs> I was trying to find my notes. <laughs> my good habits are I start my day with my affirmations playlist. And I uh, also do my little yoga. And it helps me to do, do my little wake and bake video. Because that just kind of... If I put the pressure on myself to uh, try to motivate others, I feel like that... That is what will fuel me because I am unfortunately the person that seeks validation. And um, I know. It's Libra in you. It's okay. (laughs) Yes. And I know that about myself. Mm -hmm. So like when I do my workouts on Snapchat, it makes me want to because I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to put. Spreading positivity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It makes me happy. It makes me, you know, want to actually do it. And I feel like I'm letting the people down if I don't, you know, do my little videos in the morning and I'm not letting them down only about 150 people watch it and only like three people comment on it and it's usually my friends so I mean it, it makes me feel better I love but, it yeah I'm I not your little wrapped in the morning I'm like yeah yeah, yeah. Right. I do I do everything to just you know that is for me it's not anything good so before everyone's like oh I want to do like it's Actually, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say it's not anything good because it's good to me, but I am not a rapper. <laughs> I am not a rapper. I'm trying to whisper like, I ain't got no camera in the mouth. That was quick. <laughs> like the damn eight gigabytes went fast. Jashante. Oh, no. I changed the word. Five minutes in. I changed the word. For me, I feel like I have... <laughs> So many more good habits now. Um, One of the big things for me is being able to take a nice bath whenever we have a full moon, just kind of recenter myself, cleanse myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that I love doing is Reiki. I feel that Reiki recenters me, brings me back to the now, and I can be more in sync, if that makes sense. Um, I've also... I got a text. I got a text, and that's why I'm laughing. I'm not laughing at you. I was trying to keep it over here because I was like, oh, this is going to be disrespectful for me to laugh right now. I just got. Yeah, I just got I like an, you were joking for a oh, second. No, I, was I, I just got a I just got an outrageous text and I read it real quick and that's what that was. <laughs> Come suck this dick before you're done with the podcast. I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, just go ahead. Just go ahead. Uh, another good habit that I have just started to form is going to the gym consistently and sh- like giving my body what it needs so that I can feel better and so that I am able to have more energy to do the things that I want to do. And I feel like when I go to the gym in the morning, it gives me that energy, like that adrenaline to like, okay, well, I already worked out. I could freaking do anything now. You mm-hmm. know, like it just makes you feel powerful yeah. and just taking care of me my body my water intake mm-hmm. um that's a oh lot. that's another thing i have a water bottle me too i i definitely try to hydrate I got all the day hydro long. jug and it's 64 ounces mm-hmm. yeah oh my god i take that thing everywhere it's so good i love it i, I like two liters of smart water at all times yeah i i'm a sparkling water queen so i have a uh what's it called 
So why would I ask you guys? I have yeah, a soda stream. I'm like, not that nasty ass water. I've got a soda stream, so I bring that with me. And then at work, uh, when I have to be in the office, they've always got the fridge stocked with sparkling water. And I was like, yes, thank you. Because I thought I was the only one who liked it. But apparently, everybody who works here likes this stuff, Mm-mm. too. And then also, um, I have been taking vitamins. Like, I have low iron, and I've always neglected that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's just who I am. And vitamin D. So, like, I've been, you know, that researching. <laughs> that's what make you glow for real. Supplements. <laughs> um, and just, again, feeding my body what it needs. Mm-hmm. Because I know that I need to be strong in the inside so that I can be strong on the outside. And yes. I want to feel good. Like, I want to feel strong. I don't want to feel slouchy. I don't want to feel bad. I just, you know, I want to be active. And I feel like this is a way that keeps me showing up for myself. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, it takes... 60, 66 days, whatever it is, to build a habit. And I feel like I'm there because now I don't even think about it going to the gym. Now I know these are the days that I go. I go after or before work, you know, and I have a schedule now that I don't even think about it mm-hmm. because that's how you form a habit. Like, you begin to do it, and even though it's hard, like, keep pushing yourself because, like, once you're at that 60 mark line, it it's not a habit anymore. It's part of your everyday life, so then you can begin to do it subconsciously. Yeah, it's like your and routine. And then now you have room to integrate another habit. Yes. So do it, like, one at a time and make sure that you take the time for each one. Don't over, like, work yourself and try to do three, four things at once because you're going to fucking fail. Yeah, that's do super important. Thing, do it until you see it through, and then once it, you're not doing it, like, it's actually a habit for you, then mm-hmm. you can have that time to build another habit and another one and to get stronger and better. Yes, that is super important because I know that was my approach uh, at the beginning of my wellness journey, I was like, okay, Brittany, yes. we're going to wake up early. We're going <laughs> to do gonna yoga. Do we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I'm like, fuck all of this yeah. by the end of the week because I'm so tired. Right. But like it started with me. Okay, we're going to wake up early. When your alarm goes off, you're going to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And that's how it started for me. So mm-hmm. now when my alarm goes off, sometimes I'll lay around. You're but right. then most of the time I'm like, Okay, we talked about this. Right. Sleepy Britney is done. Mm-hmm. You had your time. Get up. Mm-hmm. And it's easier for me to get everything done because if I uh, continue to stay in bed, I'm going to stay in bed for way longer than I need to. Yeah, and I'm going to sure. have to rush. <laughs> and the day is gonna be too done. overwhelming if I have to like rush my day. And I don't want to do that. I want to mm-hmm. have my coffee. I want to spend some time with my dog. Right. So, yes. Sorry, that was a tangent, but it was no, very important. Good. One thing at a time. Very and it's yeah. important. also like with the 5 a.m. club book, it, um, they were talking about you waking up early and giving even that one hour to yourself so that you can center yourself, you can tell yourself your intentions, and then you know what you have to execute throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You know, just beginning being in a zen mode will let you go a lot further in life because you're already centered. So people cannot throw you off easily. Or if shit happens, instead of you getting mad, you're like, oh, well, like it happened. What are we going to do to fix it? You know, you don't lay on, oh, my God, what's wrong? What am I going to do? But you're like, solution, solution. Let's be happy. Let's move on. Yes, exactly. 100%. So what bad habits do you guys (laughs) have? does she talk about her good habits? Oh, go ahead. Damn, Girl, skate up make sure you chime in. Yes. We're having a discussion, it's all three of us. because you told her that she couldn't talk anymore, so now she's not talking. <laughs> so today I'm on silence. <laughs> no, she's like, don't talk. <laughs> Mine is, uh, I'll say like my routine right now is a little off because I'm going through this whole rebranding thing with my little virtual assistant lady. But like normally it's, Affirm and pray. That's how I have to start my day. Otherwise, I'll smack five bitches before nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, or 
self-care and then self-care comes after that and then I need to do some type of movement and I need to be working out every day and I was until recently help me you'll get back me, you me and my back. friend are starting the 75 medium mm-hmm. I don't know it's like kind of like the 75 hard but you get a rest day you get one rest day during the week if you want to be with we're going to start group chat uh-huh yeah I could be on your ass yeah right like show me a picture that you're at the gym right now yeah <laughs> I need that I take a walk Every day, I take like a forty-five to an hour walk every day to at least you do that. Me too. Me Anybody? Because I we go to the park. He runs around. <laughs> I sit on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> and then once my other part of my routine is work on my business and then cleanse my body slash vagina. I prioritize <laughs> my pussy. Mm-hmm. Amazing, especially with summer and shit rolling around. Like I always say, like a few tips, ladies, like just to keep your vagina smells amazing. <laughs> It's not hard. It's literally water, fruit, veggies, boric acid, whenever that pH gets thrown off. Leave little Ray Ray alone and it would be okay. <laughs> and take probiotics. And take probiotics. Probiotics will change your life. That's yes. why That's why you see I had them bitches stuffed in my like, purse. I'm you just going to say, like, everything doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. So, so you got to find what works consult for you. consult your yeah. doctors. We are no doctors by any, any means. Yes, that's that what true. we go through. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've never had an issue with it, so I never had to take anything for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like, I I've always blessed, had issues. So, knock on wood. Yeah, like, lucky I've never you. had to take anything mm-hmm. so far. But. And I will say, like, I I actually, it's easy for me to take pills. But mm-hmm. um, I switched from taking a pill probiotic to just drinking, like, kefir uh-huh. or going and picking up something from my Whole Foods that has the pri- probiotics in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm still, like, getting that. Because the pills it. were making me feel like... I don't know what's going on with that, but I was just like something. Something's off here, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's these pills. So maybe I was just buying weird pills. Mm-hmm. Don't get your probiotics on him. Like everybody, <laughs> like everybody's you, you body need to is different. Research yes. the vitamins that you're getting, and don't just yeah. do it on one page. Like I know when I do, like you can find everything on Google, but like make sure that the source that you're getting it from is a good source and just not like random people telling you whatever they want to tell you. you Exactly. Like make sure, you know, if you want to try something, it's a trial. Just try it out. See how your body reacts Mm -hmm. to it. Me Mm -hmm. with the vitamin D, I feel like it it gave me energy. Like it made me feel alive. Like I used to feel like be so down, like energy wise, because my last four energies from the bottom are closed. We'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> but like I, I have to bring the energy from other things. And I feel mm-hmm. like the vitamin D definitely helped me a lot. Yeah. I my doctor actually told me, my psychiatrist, she told me that uh because in the winter I'm a lot more depressed <laughs> because more of the lack of yeah of the sun the yeah. lack of vitamin D. So once I started taking vitamin D, I feel like that changed mm-hmm. everything for me. I'm like, this is a whole new whole right. new lease on life. So it's this is how you're supposed miserable to feel. <laughs> outside, and I feel like it's a sunny day. And I'm just right. like, whoa, the effects of a sunny day. Like, why do I live in Chicago? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> oh, I, I definitely feel I definitely feel those effects definitely. Um, but what are some bad habits or some self-destructive behaviors that you know you've Ooh, me one of them for sure drinking i used to drink a lot mm-hmm. all the time then i started going through my healing journey and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i felt like i didn't enjoy drinking as much anymore like of course i still love to drink like once in a while but mm-hmm. i felt like i was doing it too often 
And it was just because I was repressing my feelings because I didn't want to feel what I was going through or I would rather be drunk, you know, than deal with what I was going through. Yeah, same. That, that was like a big one for me. Another one was I had to stop with the negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. Also, That same. was like a big thing <laughs> for me. And whenever like I, I start like thinking bad stuff, you mm-hmm. know, or I start... <laughs> I know you're laughing. <laughs> so whenever I stop like having a bad talk, I tell myself like, no, like that's not you. Like just because mm-hmm. those are your thoughts, that doesn't mean that it's true. Yeah. Your tell thoughts Pat- are your Patricia thoughts. to shut the so fuck I'm up. Like, stop. <laughs> and then I tell myself something opposite. You know, mm-hmm. I give myself an affirmation. So if like I'm like, oh my god, I look so bad today. You have a beautiful body. I love my body. I love my skin. I am perfect the way I, the way that I am. You know, mm-hmm. and I tell myself that, and then I move on. Because me redirecting the bad thoughts, now that I'm doing that, I feel like I have less and less of them. Mm -hmm. Because I'm telling myself other things so they don't come up as often as they used to a lot. Like literally every single day, every little thing that I did wrong, I was like killing myself inside. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's another thing that put me down a lot. Yes, 100%. Going back to the alcohol, Mm -hmm. um, because I... Try I like the beginning. Actually, for a while, I've been kind of like I need to like drink less because my hangovers now that I'm getting older are so much worse, so much worse. We went out for Cinco de Mayo. I was out. <laughs> I was out, and I didn't even have that much to drink. Because so. we're getting older, it's not hitting the same. Yeah, and at the, I'm at this point where I'm like I don't like this. I'm doing it because it's something that I I'm used to, and mm-hmm. sure, yeah, it is fun. But, like, there are so many other things that we can do for fun. Mm-hmm. And um, next time, don't invite me out, even though these were my plans. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you invited me. I know, that's true. <laughs> but, like, next time I say that, just be like, Brittany, let's not. Let's find something <laughs> else to do that doesn't involve Let's alcohol. do something that I can bring my children to. <laughs> yeah, yes, please. And during the day, too, even mm-hmm. though I do love a comedy club. That's Guys, that's where mm-hmm. we went wrong. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the alcohol for me is just, and it's only every once in a while. Right. And also weed. I smoke a lot of weed and um, I'm learning to have a better relationship with it because before I was like major pothead. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, well, I need to stop with that because I can do everything high. Mm-hmm. I can literally do anything and everything high. It just takes me a little longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I noticed that. So I'm just like, okay, I have to do or it. You know what Like else you can tell yourself is if you get all this stuff done, then, yeah. you, then when then you're I done with smoke. this, you get to smoke this whole blunt by yourself, bitch. And then you get to watch TV you and hallelujah. smoke a whole blunt? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. You know I, what I mean? I tell like, myself, give like, give yourself you rewards. Can, well, I tell myself you can do your wake and bake in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's see, that's and then yeah. you can, after a long, hard day, you can have as much as you want. And then on weekends, you can have as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> but during the week, no. And I feel, like, slows I'm, I feel me like, down. like I'm really good with we. Like, I'll hit my, like, I usually just have my pen, but like, I hit it like a few times a day and then I'm good. Yeah. But then if I don't have it, I don't feel like I need it. You know, so, but I still want it. (laughs) Yeah. That was kind of, that was what it was for me. It was just like every, when I would feel stressed, just one little hit. 
and then I I'm feel okay. Like, it, like it, I'm it cures my centered. anxiety. Like it makes yeah. the inner voice shut the fuck up sometimes, you know. Yeah. But then sometimes if I smoke too much, it makes my anxiety a little bit worse. <laughs> so you always have Bro. to play around with the perfect amount, you know. Yeah. So after a while, I was just like, I'm a grown up. I need to get a handle on this because this is too much. Mine is a really drinking, but like drinking and sex like combined. I feel like sex isn't a problem, but (laughs) (laughs) it's a good thing unless you're okay. Just go ahead. Just go ahead. (laughs) I feel like for me, it could be like, but that part of me, I feel like is gone. Like the part, the I know I'm like trying to put some. Yeah, I feel like it's only a problem Mm -hmm. if you're like it's getting in the way of your everyday life. Like Mm -hmm. my shit was like when I was. I hate the word addicted to it, but like addicted to it. But like, <laughs> it, I would like stop shit that was important in my day to go get some dick. Or okay, okay, see, yeah, that's, that's when it becomes a problem. Yes, yes, <laughs> like, that's not, what I mean. It's not like that for me now, but it was like before when it, I didn't think of it as an energy exchange, and it was just like an act. That's when it was a problem. Like most I ever did, I hooked up with like four or five dudes in a day. Wow. Girl with this Legend. gum, nobody wants to hear um, you chewing. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, I was, but that was in like, before I had my daughter in my early mm-hmm. 20s when I was like, just, I was, I lived, I, I don't regret it, to be honest, because I feel like I needed that As you to, shouldn't because, to, to grow, yeah. but. Yeah. That's how I feel about my weed thing. I really needed to have that moment Moment. where I was like, okay, this is actually like, you're just doing a little too much. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot right now and you're fine. But like, this will become a problem if you don't reduce. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It was becoming a problem if I didn't reduce. Doing it way later down the road. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I just was like, you know, like at it. No, no, no. That's not what you mean. Were you like fucking dogs? No, 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 no. Because that's what that means. I was just a beast at it. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Brittany's like, come correct because yeah, I, not, I never yeah, fuck an animal. Don't say that. I do don't. not want to fuck an animal. Did yeah. I watch porn one time? Yeah, I was like, just curious to see. Ew, like I, the horse yeah. and the dog. What? Okay, <laughs> that definitely goes into the bad habits. <laughs> That's when you get bored with porn and you're like, what else is on here? <laughs> but like, no, it. It's not a problem for me now. Now if I have sex, it's because it's an energy exchange and I want to because mm-hmm. you're a beautiful person. Yeah. So. And I, um, <laughs> another thing I feel like uh, is another bad habit is being more in control of my emotions because sometimes I erupt quicker than I need to and I need to I have, sometimes I have a hard time regathering myself, recentering myself. So yeah. that's another and thing. And that's when you should start your day with meditation and then you can be centered and then people won't throw you off that easily. True. If I did, Either I have in the to morning pick, or at night. I, I feel would like say it would night would be, be better. Yes, because for sure. I will fall back that asleep. That way you'll wake up and you're like, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I tried the morning meditation and it was a gateway for me to stay in bed. So yeah. absolutely Like if not, you're not up, it. up, yeah. Yeah, that was what asleep. I would do. I would be like, okay, it's meditation time. you know that it only takes... 30 seconds for you to be completely up so if you get up Mm. even if you just get up go to the bathroom and lay on the floor you won't fall asleep because your body's already up Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, if, the meditation. If you the, do it like in two seconds, for sure you're gonna fucking fall back. That asleep. was my problem. I would turn my alarm off and then I would turn be like, on. do the meditation music, and I would be like, <laughs> okay, we're gonna center <laughs> ourselves right now. And then it would be like, well, we're going back to bed because it's too, too too relaxing. I like yes. this too much. I'm gonna move over. I don't want to be on my back. And it's just like, no, 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 no. So that wasn't it. I couldn't do that. No, I would try to be like, well, my subconscious mind caught that motherfucker. Like, oh wow. Well. <laughs> uh, damn. I don't know. So, um, also, do you guys have um, habits that other people kind of brought to you? Because, you know, mm. what what kind of question am I asking here? The people that you, you hang around, around with. Do they bring habits? My yeah. ex-husband put into me, like, cooking and cleaning really bad. Mm-hmm. And then cleanliness. Like, I am obsessed. It's It's, like, not a negative thing, I guess. But where it stemmed from is yes, negative. Yes, I hundred percent. Same where with me. From. I'm I'm really up to par about like how I smell. Like I get real like weird. Like even when I was cold sweating, that's why I like trip. I'm like, <gasps> like I don't want to. I don't. I never want to smell. I always want to smell like baccarat or something along <laughs> those lines. So like, even like with my vagina smell, like because he was a fucking narcissist and crazy. So like. I was always up to par with that. Otherwise, he'd be like, oh, it smells like fucking vagina in here. But he's just gay, so he doesn't really like <laughs> vagina. <laughs> but, like, I, I've never heard that from no other man in my life. So, like, I'm just real cautious with that, especially, like, because I don't wear underwear. Like, I never want anybody to be like, is that the fish market? Like, so you're just confident and not, you go commando often? Every day. Dang. <laughs> I so in in that you don't like put in like a little tampon just to make sure nothing drips on nothing. Wow. I think too that was I'm like he'd to be like commando. he'd be like vagina leak fluids. I'm like what fucked up pussy have you been fucking all your life that it well, leaks people, fluid? People discharge. discharge yeah, yeah, but not something that's going to go down your Dude, leg. Like, yeah. I mean that's I also like true in your vagina like but, on the lips part unless you like I just wipe I mean, or something. You're not gonna go stick your finger in there, are you? I mean, that's true. Well, I just I make feel it easier like if you're sitting down finished. or something. Um, does something happen? Wait, what? No. Are you what saying like does something happen? happen like when you sit down or something? Oh yeah, because no. like, do you not discharge? No, not um, really. I think because I like follow that technique of like keeping it dry for those parts. So like, well. I, your butt well I don't know I guess I just okay if you make me like horny <laughs> right then I'm gonna be wet but, that's but I don't know like, I just feel like it's know, different it's like I don't know I just maybe what I, I I feel like every type of female is different and, yeah and 100% because I could bodily, never go commando their bodily fluids are different yeah. of course so it just depends on where you are in life yeah if I were to go commando, oh, yeah. I'd have to 100% just put in like a, a regular schmegular con- or condom, <laughs> tampon, regular schmegular <laughs> tampon, put it up there. The only thing I'll say that's crazy is like even like when we we're coming up the escalator, like I was thinking about dude that was downstairs, like you clearly, <laughs> you, show. you like it? <laughs> that's the only thing, but or like when the fucking wind blows like last night it was windy then a motherfucker and i had a, like this little oh, high split see, dress. i would be too scared for all that and yeah. i was like me too no because then at okay. that point i just well you gotta think i did porn so it's like my pussy's somewhere out there on the internet so. i guess yeah i i probably wouldn't think of it or i don't think of it like that but i don't go commando <laughs> i just be like same i'm not comfortable with that because most of the places i'm going are for adults or something I just, yeah, I'm just it's scared so people freeing. are going to see it. That's basically oh. it. It'll or I'll get discharged on something. Like, no. <laughs> 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 I, I've never like got up from a seat 
ain't never had no discharge. I ain't meant for to be there. Like I, when I work out and you. I and I sit on the leather things, then like you can see my sweat spot from my ass, and you can literally see my ass. And I'm like, oh my god. Oh god I feel like <laughs> I'm always sweaty, and at different times in my like cycle, that's when like when I'm ovulating, I'm just like, there's no way I could ever go commando if I'm ovulating. Oh yeah, because you get a little water. Oh. She's like, never had a problem. Yeah. Well, everybody. Good for you. I, who has I love, a that's different. why I love this yes. season. Like, summer dress season to me is like the best. Mm-hmm. Get a little air down there. Get a little air. <laughs> I'm like, oh, just stick your tummy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Ready to go at all times. Whoop, slide that shit up. <laughs> um, I think a habit from other people that I think I picked up is uh, drinking coffee. Um, my mm. boyfriend has to have coffee every single day. I'm not supposed to have coffee because of my drug or my my Adderall. <laughs> my drugs. Um, <laughs> so I and I know when I do coffee and Adderall, Ooh, I am on crazy. ten, and I know I shouldn't do it, but I just like the taste of it now. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, I'll just get like a little bit of coffee, I'll get my little bit of little cold brew, and I'm Why just don't like you get an, an not. Uh, not, a non decaf, yeah. The fact that we were because, non-caffeinated. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, not <laughs> a non-caffeinated. Um, but uh, I like. I don't know. That's a great question. Damn, that is you a good question. It. You should just because decaf. they don't want it just here. for the taste. Oh yeah, true. But like, if you want it just for the taste, that's really good. Yeah, I, need I, I should probably <laughs> try to do that because I really caffeine's not well. Everything is not great for you, but um, I really should not be drinking. Uh, coffee really really the only be. like bad habit that I think that I've gotten from anybody else is from Christian the smoking weed part <laughs> <laughs> that but, actually like, yeah I feel like I'm I'm very good at like knowing who's not good for me right now in my life uh-huh. and if they're not filling up my cup like I'm filling up theirs yeah. or if they don't like you don't have to believe everything that I believe in but you have to be working on something to better yourself you know for mm-hmm. yourself like yeah, 100%. People who complain all the time and they don't do anything about it and then they're like, oh, poor me, nobody cares for me. Like, bitch, everybody cared for you and you didn't give a fuck. You don't care for you. Right. That's the problem. So if you don't care for you, why should I? I'm worried mm-hmm. about myself, about me growing and if you don't want to grow with me, then you can stay back there because I'm going to keep on growing with or without you. Yes, and that's another good habit I feel like yeah, all growth. three of us have. Yeah. Yes, growth, 100%. Because I only want to hang around people who are trying to elevate. I mm-hmm. only want to be around people who have that same mentality mm-hmm. is me or like, a better mentality yes. you know that they yeah. can help 100%. us grow and show us how they did because they were once just like us that yeah we, yes. we didn't know what to do and mm-hmm. i heard a quote that us. was like you are the sum of the people that you, you hang, hang around mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so and i feel like that was impactful to me because i'm like i only want to hang around boss bitches mm-hmm. i only want to hang around pretty bitches mm-hmm. and i only want to hang around positive bitches yeah. because y'all left me up and that's what i need mm-hmm. <laughs> all right I, I feel like that's a big thing like I don't know where like all this confidence for me came from, but like for the last two months, like every time I look at the mirror, I'm like, oh, you're so fucking pretty. You're so fucking pretty. And at first I didn't believe it, but now I'm like, oh my God, I really am pretty. Yes, yes. those are affirmations. Yes. the hair because bitch, I buy hair. And then like Christian <laughs> tells me and like even Belle tells me, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I know it. You know, your daughter is so good about that. Yeah. Like, I love going to your house when I have makeup on. Because yes. Belle's always like, "You look so pretty," and yes. I'm like, "Thank you." She like, she is my number one fan. Like for sure, she like always lifts me up. Like even when I'm feeling down, you know, she'll be like, "Oh, you're the best mom 
ever. <laughs> and you know she's telling the truth because yes. kids have no filter. Yes. Kids have no filter. Mm-hmm. Sabrina is ruthless, though. Oh, my God. Like, I got to not hang around her. Yes. She'll be like, you look good, but your shoes untied. Right. Or your shoes don't match. <laughs> right. Or something like that. I'd be like, you know what, Sabrina? Uh, your nail's broken. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bitch. I knew that. <laughs> she, teenager, she gives no fucks. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter's in this whole, like, lift that up, don't cover that, don't show that, no boyfriends. She does not want me to remarry. Too bad I am. Uh, Belle says that I'm going to get married. To your dad. Then I'm going to be married to Christian, so he has to do it now because she said it. <laughs> she, he can't take it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still waiting um, patiently for that, so. <laughs> it's coming. Yes. I told don't you, be probably. in a rush to get married, no. though. Don't. And that's what I told him. I feel like I, I don't, I'm not in a rush. It's. Us being in a merch is not gonna like fulfill like anything in me, you it's know. Not. Like we're still us. We're gonna be together whether we get married today or not. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's on our own time. Yeah. Your soul ties are uh, more are stronger than any oh, fucking sure. piece of paper. For sure. Yeah, hundred percent. And I feel like because you've already had that experience, you know that. Mm-hmm. And moving forward, the way that you move, you're not gonna put as much because I think as women, they instill in us at a young age, get married, mm-hmm. have kids, yada That's yada. That's what you're supposed to do, be a mom. And it's like no. Yeah. Like, you can take your time. Your life, I was supposed to find live the little piece you, of twenties. Right. Like what were you like do what you love. Find yourself, you know, explore all these things. Yeah. Go wild out. Not settle down and have a family. And I feel like times for sure have changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I literally tell my kids it's like don't be in a rush to have kids i'm like you're, you're gonna have your whole life to have your kids. whole life yeah and don't be in a rush to get married mm-hmm. because like you could be with somebody for so long and then maybe it just doesn't work out or and, just and think about change. that decision mm-hmm. yeah if you truly you feel connected i feel and like you should wait so along because i feel like that's what happened with me and my kid's father like mm-hmm. we we were so insane but then like we grew up and he found himself and i found myself and i feel like our values no longer match because he was so much more like judgy mm-hmm. than I am to anybody and everybody. Like he would always talk shit about my friends for whatever reason. And I'm just like, like, what is wrong with you? Like, why can't you just accept people for, their, yeah. for who they are? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like my next marriage, I need to marry somebody as friendly and open and fun and wild and nasty. That's mm-hmm. literally Christian. I have not met like a person that has said anything bad about this guy. Like, mm-hmm. not one person. Like, all of his friends are like, he is the nicest. He is so, like, loving and sensitive. I'm like, yes, that's my man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Same with my boyfriend. Yeah, like, it's just it's, nothing but it. positivity. Yes. Positivity. And you love positivity being around them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I love do. hanging out with them because I feel like, like we're that's all, a beautiful like, thing. You can come around your girl vibration. and the fucking girls, yeah. too, and there's no fucking difference. So you don't feel like you got to be on Dude, mute. I hug her man all the time. She hugs my man. We're like, hee hee ha ha Yeah. And it's not weird. It's, it's just it's, yeah. it's been weird. Yes. It's always like a good time when yes. all of us are together mm-hmm. and I can I'm just glad that it's like good vibes all around yes. because with, you know, my other ex it wasn't like that. Right. He didn't want to socialize with my friends because they I were remember. calling yeah. him out for his fuck shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um I was just like please just like get to know them and he would only like you know, certain people because they were not conscious during the times that he was being mean to me mm-hmm. and had nothing to do with that or wouldn't stand up to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he hated Izzy because Izzy told me like it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like that that matters to me now. Before I was like, you know, it doesn't really matter if my friends don't like my man because they don't know him. <laughs> now I'm just like, if my friends don't like you, I feel like that's a requirement because yeah. like, the I people a, that I, a, I love need to love you too. Right. I had a few friends who got mad 
that I would bring Christian with me everywhere. And they I would be like, I was like one of those. I wouldn't get mad, no. but I was one of those people that's like, um, but you weren't talking shit up on my back. You came and you told me. Yes, you know what I mean? You told me that you wanted time with me without yeah, him. That's and the I was difference. like, okay, I'm like, then just say it and let's freaking do it. Invite me places where it's just me and you. Because I felt like most of the time, even with them, I was the one making plans. And it's like, I want to include Christian because I love him and he's fucking down to earth. And if anything, he brings me up, you know, like, mm-hmm. why would I want to go have fun without him? Which if like, obviously I always do. Like I've done my own thing. I've gone out to brunch, you know, and it's fun, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'm not going to always go out and not include him, you know? And that's also why we had issues. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's just mostly about communication. Right. Cause I was never like, it's so dumb that you can't right. ever do anything without your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I would just be like, can we have a girl's night? Right. That's all you have to and when say. I said, Hell yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's all you have like to do. That I couldn't do anything without him. It's just that like, I wanted to do everything with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And, that's a good thing. and I, like at that point I was single. So I didn't want to be in right. You know, I don't want to hang out with both of you all yeah. the time. And I was in a very sensitive uh, phase Place in my in life, life. Yeah. especially when you guys first started dating, because I was comparing your mm-hmm. situation to my situation because our situations were, were like the same falling kind of, apart yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, Michael, hold on. <laughs> all right. I hope that didn't end the, the video. Probably did. <sighs> I'll, I'll call him later. I'll do that later. Anyways, I lost my train of thought. Um... What that we, you were going through it and then you found out about yeah. me. And oh, yeah, we yeah, were, yeah. Like, we had the same fallout. So we, like we had the same and I was just comparing our relationships mm-hmm. so much. And because you were in a relationship with and, an ex who was a piece of shit and I and I did not want to include him in, in anything. Like I never wanted to go anywhere with him because he would always bring me down and bring the vibes up. So then I was like, why am I bringing you when yeah, you're going to shit on our party? Nancy, you know what right? I mean? And then when it like flip flopped and I was just always going out with them and I would feel it. They would be mm-hmm. all like they wouldn't be cutesy, like overly gross or whatever. But like if he would hold her hand or like mm-hmm. normal, normal, normal things, I would feel triggered. so bad. Yeah. And then I would just be like, I don't want to hang around them. Mm-hmm. And it's not their fault. And mm-hmm. I was scared to tell her mm-hmm. because I didn't want her to be like, oh, my God, like, why is she so jealous of my relationship? Because <laughs> it wasn't that. It was just where you were. At I, at the time. I was comparing our relationships. Mm-hmm. So much, and I was like, okay. Well, and you also wanted that one-on-one time with me, you know, so that we can have well, our own girl time. I think it was because <laughs> um, you got a boyfriend so quickly after your shit went to shit, mm-hmm. and, and I was, was thinking, and a good one at that. That's, yeah. that's and, a blessing. And I was like, okay, well, where is that for me? Oh, he, my ex, is in a relationship, and mm-hmm. he's about to marry this person, mm-hmm. and I'm just like saying that he was the one who was better, and then you were the one who was better, and I was the one who was right, not good. taking the blame for. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So in, that's how I was comparing it because I was like, oh, well, she's in a relationship. There's nothing wrong with Izzy mm-hmm. and I'm single. There's there's got to be something wrong with me. That's what mm-hmm. I was comparing. That's why I didn't want to hang out with you guys. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I was able to tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She told me and I was like, you could have just told me this. Yeah, you know? it was. It, I, it's all about communication and like exactly. telling me what's hurting you that you want that a time alone with me, you know, and just being vocal about it instead of like hiding it and then being mad. And then when I keep inviting him, because how am I supposed to know? You guys haven't told me you guys want to do a girl's thing just because your boyfriends are shedding. <laughs> because they bring down the vibe and you can't be you. Like Christian makes me be more confident in myself. Mm-hmm. And like, he's like my little safe space. Yeah, yeah. Safe person that I bring with me. And he just makes me feel at home wherever I am. Right. So, like, I feel like it could be myself a lot better. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that when we That's have that conversation, it's just like, well, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, not that, you know, we needed to talk about it. Because again, like we had that mm-hmm. open communication it wasn't like 
there was never any bad right between us mm-hmm. but it's just it's a good thing that mm-hmm. we brought this up because it's like how come everybody else wasn't able to do that right mm-hmm. why what what's going on with everybody else that you know you we, can be honest like if, if yeah. i'm the friend that you say that i am right just like i know that if you do anything that that fucks with me or that i don't like i'm like hey Brittany, you know i want to talk to you about it because if i don't tell you how can you change your actions you you can't read my freaking brain yeah you uh-huh. know what i mean mm-hmm. like you don't know what i'm thinking about so you don't know that there's a problem with how you're acting or how you're making me feel right. unless i speak about it exactly and you can't just assume that they know what the problem is right you yeah. can't just assume that somebody has the same thing like somebody learned the same you do yeah somebody learned the same way somebody you can't assume that they have experienced the same things that right. you've experienced so you need to have those conversations mm-hmm. you can't just be like you're a grown adult you should blah blah you blah you should know this no yeah. because guess what some we people are all, oblivious to it they're not yeah, even thinking about we've it we've all grown up so differently mm-hmm. and that like our brain might yeah exactly maybe you didn't learn how to do it this way maybe yeah. you learned how to do right. it a different way maybe you guys see it differently like you can't just say, "Oh, you're a grown up. You should know better." Depending right. on what it is, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like social cues right. types of situations, yeah. you cannot. You can't. You guess. can't. Everybody's different. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hundred and ten percent. It it doesn't bother me because I'm fine with being the single friend for this season. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it bothered me so much. <laughs> it gets to the point where I told her, "Bernie, you need to chill." I'm like, I feel like no dating mm-hmm. you know for a while <laughs> find yourself and she did she took that time off for herself yep and then she went back and then she found eric and ah. i am so happy for her <laughs> yes because i i needed to actually i was in a like a relationship with somebody who um he wasn't ready for a relationship right he, was, he said he was yeah he was very emotionally unavailable and um that kind of that kind of because I was alone in that mm-hmm, <laughs> I feel mm-hmm. so that kind of pushed me towards like if I'm alone in this relationship then um, I'm okay I'm okay to be alone by myself by so I had to I had to break up with him and mm-hmm. then for a year or so I didn't do anything I was just like okay like I'm gonna figure this out and then as soon as I started to date again and uh, that's when I found my my guy now. Eric. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Yeah, just waiting for the right time to start. I, think, <laughs> I don't know. For me, my singleness, I'm cool with the dick for right now. <laughs> I don't really want the baggage that comes behind it, I guess. Well, it's not really baggage because I hang out with beautiful people, but I don't mm. want the soon. Yeah, that's good. With I mean, like just someone. I would I say I want to be divorced. Oh, yeah. I forgot that you still year need two to... of my fucking divorce. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's even, another because podcast. Because <laughs> that's like a last huge... night on my date, he was like, "Who would divorce you?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm on year two. That's why he doesn't that's want to divorce. Good. That's why exactly. <laughs> he's trapping you in this." Um, Bitch, I'm gone. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no he wants coming to back. Control you, and this is the only. This is yeah, the this only is his thing. Last piece. I think he knows once this is yeah, severed. Yeah, and he's trying nothing. to hold on to it as long as he fucking until the fucking court tells him you need to fucking sign the papers, motherfucker. Like right now, like yeah. this shit's taking too fucking long. There's no way. There's nothing else. Ugh. Yeah. He's playing games, like playing games with my son. Like once that's over with, there's nothing else. I don't want shit from you. You broke bitch with five kids and four baby mamas. You're broke now. <laughs> you can have an Amex, but bitch, you're racking that bitch up to keep up with your lifestyle. I know you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> triggered by the narcissist all right let's uh switch or actually i will just say transition into some practices chakras how do we heal those and what are they okay so first i want to talk about reiki i feel like okay. reiki is a great way to start if you don't know anything about chakras if you don't know how to balance them 
um, or if you don't know if they're open or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Reiki is basically short for universal energy. And mm-hmm. it's an energy healing technique that promotes relaxation. It reduces stress and anxiety through gentle touch. So basically what a Reiki practitioner does is you have um, the seven major chakras in your body. And we basically put our hands over you. Um, and it takes about like 45 to 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that basically gets all the energy centers inside of you open and flowing freely. And if like all of your chakras, if they're all like aligned, you basically energy from your body flows freely so like if you have any stress if you have like if something's hurting you like it basically helps you heal through that Mm -hmm. and that's like a big thing that i have been working with um even with like my kids Mm -hmm. like Belle loves to lay on the on the table and she's like do me mommy do me but she doesn't stay as long because you know she's tiny but i feel that she knows when it's the right time to get up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she knows when yeah. she's had enough of my touch on her mm-hmm. for her to be like, okay, mom, like you're good now. I'm healed. Like I got everything <laughs> that I needed yeah. from you, you know, to keep yeah. going. And it's like, your body's always going to take the energy that it needs. Mm-hmm. And if you have somebody who can help you do that, that's a hundred percent good. But there's also a lot of things like on Google that can help you, um, how to center yourself. Yeah. But the most bigger things that you can use is, reiki meditation and yoga like those are very good things to start there's a lot of yoga positions that you can put or like even just meditating you can do different hand positions with your hands to like bring in that universal light to you yes i used to do uh kundalini yoga Mm -hmm. and i think that that was helpful if you don't know what that is it's just like touch tapping Mm -hmm. um uh, different points of your body and uh, with the I want to say with the harmonies the videos that I would do had different harmonies to go along with it or frequencies whatever mm-hmm. I don't don't quote me on that I don't know exactly but I think it was just so helpful because I was with myself mm-hmm. I was at peace and the tapping kind of made me EFT I have what EFT that yeah. tapping um, I think so. When okay. you're just doing like yes. your fingers, mm-hmm. um, I think that helped my brain stay in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the point. Yourself. Yeah, yep. that's yeah. the point of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that that was very, very so helpful. So why did I think Kundalini yoga has something to do with sex? Um, no, not really. <laughs> Maybe mean, you're thinking <laughs> like tantric. I don't. I don't know. Uh, no. Yeah, it's That's basically yoga, to though. open up <laughs> Kundalini. It's like right here on the base of you. Yeah, and it's basically to fire it up, to open it, to. That's why I thought it was like sensual yoga. N- no, I mean it can be. Everyone want it to be, yeah, but it's like <laughs> it's about like tap, touch. Yeah, and hand movements. It's called hand mandras. Uh-huh. That you put like uh-huh. different, places, yeah, different pos- positions where you and, hold like, it. You, you bring in that that light and that energy into you. So it basically depends on what you're trying to heal, mm. you know, or what chakra in your body. But like I said, Google, Google has everything, and it has like it can tell you like if you if you're angry, if you have money problems. That means that your root chakra is not aligned, and mm-hmm. it tells you like what can you do. Mm-hmm. You know, like go outside, spend more time in the earth, in the nature, and stuff like that. You know, ground yourself. So there's basically like a lot of ways that you can recenter yourself Mm -hmm. with yoga Mm -hmm. you guys do either of you 
We do it from time to time. Um, no, not really. Okay. Never mind then. I was going to say that helps me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said a million times already, <laughs> that is how <laughs> I start more my day. Like, for me, I feel like more. it's more raking. And also when I exercise, I feel yeah. like when I exercise, like I zone out and I'm, I'm in my head and I'm thinking and I'm like telling myself good things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel that's also like where I become in a meditative state because it's mm-hmm. really hard for me to like lay down and meditate yeah um it's hard for me and too. i've started now that i've been walking um to do the guided walking meditations mm-hmm. so just putting them on when i'm walking and just like looking like, being present because i'm still like you know seeing the trees seeing the sky seeing all that stuff but like still feeling it and it still f- gives me like the same energy afterwards you mm-hmm. know that feelness of like peace and serenity like it still gives it to me without me having to close my eyes because that's very hard for me to do yeah and real quick going back to the chakras or chakras i I don't know how to say it um (laughs) can you explain or actually do you know each one and then what helps you relieve it because i know you just said about the root yeah i don't know what helps relieve every single one or what the causes of it is but it is the crown chakra top of the head yeah the third eye chakra which is in your forehead forehead the throat chakra which is on your throat the heart chakra i believe it's this one talking to the mic Hold on, I was trying to remember. The heart and then solar the solar plexus, which is right in between your belly button and your breast. Okay. You found it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm touching it. I'm You're touching like, okay. it. And then like, the sacral one is between your belly button and your vagine. Okay. And then the root is in your vagine. Okay. So oh, I always heard that one was like butt. But there's always sacral So there's seven chakras. that you sacral, have. Yeah. There's seven that this one's sacral, the one all the way down. You said? Oh no, that's we not. Heard, no, that's no. the root chakra. Yeah, which I just one? Heard people call it that. Oh, it goes like from. Bo- I'm gonna go from bottom to up. It's root and then sacral, then solar plexus. Oh, that one. Heart, sacral. throat, third eye, crown. Gotcha. But those are only the ones like right here. We have like a hundred different um, chakras all around us, but those are like basically just the seven main ones. And like I said, oh, there's a I lot of information that. out there with the chakras. Like I'm still learning, but if you feel like you have any of them blocked. You can go on Google and it tells you what you could be experiencing and how mm-hmm. to change it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I don't know, like even for me, like I'm one of those people that believe like, um, like people with a lot of sexual energy have a lot of healing energy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, like even for me in my case, like I feel like I healed a man like of his cancer diagnosis because he should be dead and gone, but he's still kicking. <laughs> still here, still watching my TikToks. For um, sure. <laughs> for sure. But, um, yeah, because I believed and prayed and manifested over him a lot. Mm-hmm. And then even when I have sex, it's real spiritual. It's not really like yeah. a thing. Mm-hmm. And I pray and manifest over the ones I'm sleeping with. But I don't I don't know. Sometimes I feel like for me, like, you know how people like stop having sex and be like sexual transmutation. Mm-hmm. For me, I feel like that's not part of my journey mm-hmm. because as a sexual being, I'm like a healer. Yeah. At the same time. I feel like I was for sure meant to be. In, I, I attract a lot of people who are damaged and broken. Mm-hmm. And then I try to fix them. And some people stay, you know, but some people don't like that of me. And I've also learned to shut up. Like if people are not asking me for advice mm-hmm. and just listen to them, then I'll just listen to them. But then if you tell me the same thing three times, I'm like, all right, bitch, like, listen, stop complaining about it now. Like you've complained long enough. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to change it? And if you mm-hmm. don't want to do anything about it, then stop fucking complaining to mm-hmm. me about it. Cause I'll listen to you. Cause you know, we all complain about shit, but it's like, if you overdo it, it's like, now you're just complaining and you're not changing your reality. If you're not changing it, you're going to be getting the same outcome all the time. Right. So you're basically doing this to yourself. The difference for me with that, like 
I was using my healing sexual energy on like bums for a lack of a better word, like <laughs> fucking losers, like my ex-husband. And then like once I used it on beautiful individuals who are deserving and mm-hmm. earn the right to mm-hmm. enter my body, it's like the outcome was totally different. The respect level was totally different. Mm-hmm. I like, love that. Like I have, I always say like they stalk me, but like in a cute way. Like you know <laughs> what I mean. Like they just want to see what I'm doing. How am uh-huh. I? How's my business doing? Da, 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 you want to hang out? <laughs> you want to put that healing pussy <laughs> yeah. on me? Yeah, right. I need a little bit of healing right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the difference. Before mm-hmm. I used it on fucking idiots who didn't deserve to feel it. Yeah. No. Another. I, would never, I don't want broken people. Another smooth transition to broken people. Yeah. Um, healthcare. <laughs> like, <laughs> our healthcare system, um, as we know, it is pretty, pretty broken. Um, and I will say that I do go to therapy. I do have a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. And I am, you know, in that wellness space. And... Um, I don't hate it. You know, I am mm-hmm. taking the anti-anxiety, anti-depression. And my psychiatrist tells me all the time I'm on such a very, very low dose. And that makes me happy because I don't need to continue to do that because I feel like um, the the feedback that I get from people, other people that are taking the same medicine mm-hmm. that I am, mm-hmm. is they they don't feel anything anymore. Yes. And um, I, yes, I get that to a degree, but like um, I I do feel what about what about you? Which one are you when, taking? No, I'm not taking anything now. Oh, okay. But when I was taking it, like I feel like it was Lamictal. Now that I can remember it, oh, that made me have I forget what the fucking other word for it is. But that made me have zero feeling. I was like a zombie. Like I would want to cry and I couldn't cry. Mm-hmm. But like my circumstances okay. were different. I was like on medication blonde? from yes. a one, narcissist. Two, three, four, five. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like my my medication experience was different, but mm-hmm. yeah, I had to shop that around. Not, but the, the first one that feel. they had me on, I wanted to kill myself. Mm-hmm. I forgot when that what that one was called. And now I take acetalopram, which is mm-hmm. Lexapro, and it's a very low dose, but I feel like it helps me. And yes, I do feel like I can't feel sometimes, mm-hmm. but um, I've been working with my psychiatrist, and um, unfortunately, I can't stop taking it just yet. I manifest that you'll be off of it. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I understand the reason why, because mm-hmm. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. But um, I can't wait to stop because mm-hmm. I really, really want to take natural things i feel mm-hmm. like that's better only because like microdosing. yeah i i feel <laughs> like it's, it's only, a wheel it is because you we have- i believe that this healthcare system just wants customers like mm-hmm. it's just all up to the corporation the big pharma just wants to keep you medicated they don't want to help yep. you and i feel like the natural things they actually want to help you yeah. so i'm not knocking going to the doctor you should do that but for me right now, um, there's other there's yeah there's remedies. so other, other healing ones. remedies. I don't want to take pills for the rest of my no. life. And you shouldn't have to because it's it's the controlling of the mindset. Like they don't tell you like when you get on these pills that the come off is so fucking bad yeah. and you're gonna crash so hard. It's when you're like, hey, I think I'm fine. I want to get off. Oh well, you can't do that because da da da. Like. Even it's like, for thanks me, for telling me now, you know, like a little I bit mean, too late. Buddy. I, I was aware of the risks, mm-hmm. but I didn't think that it was going to take this long. Like I didn't yeah. think when I'm ready to come off that my uh, psychiatrist would recommend that I stayed on just so she can see 
my changes because right. she's she's right. But she's I just, right. Yeah, I did. I did just start, and I you know came from being suicidal. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, you, you have a point. I should probably stay on the medication just just for observation. I'm not going to sit here and be like it doesn't work because guess what? It did help me, it but help I don't want to be empty forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't the I only take a little bit of Lexapro. I refuse to get anything higher than what I'm taking now because mm-hmm. I don't want to be an empty shell. Mm-hmm. But um, I. I definitely want to I think this has filled me and I want to see how I am for a little bit longer mm-hmm. but um, I'm, I'm definitely thinking that I'm ready to transition into something mm-hmm. that'll actually like I said I don't want to take pills forever I want mm-hmm. a solution I don't want a band-aid yeah because even for me I was on medication because of the narcissist I was with mm-hmm. and like shout out to my daughter's dad for being with me on the come off because mm-hmm. I took myself off of medication before <gasps> you took yourself yeah. off. That's why you had a hard no, time. Because, no, because oh, all the legal have stuff I had going yeah. on. And then and I forget plus you have medical. Yeah, yeah, I forget. So <laughs> I, I already knew the crash was going to be mm-hmm. fucking terrible. So like he just sat with me during that time. And like I would see shit like falling out the ceiling and like fucking going crazy. And I was just like, this is not right. This like this is when people have those psychotic breaks and they be running out in the streets doing weird ass shit because the come off of it. I get so that. bad. So I had to be, I think I was downstairs with him for maybe like, it took me about like three to four days for it to like not be as bad. But like I couldn't go anywhere. It was like debilitating. I was just like, bro, like just watch our kid and like just mm-hmm. help me through this and I'll be fine. I couldn't eat. Yeah. So if I miss taking my Lexapro for a few days, I can feel it. It's just like I feel like my brain, brain is moving slower than my mm-hmm. body, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And if I turn, if I turn my head, my brain turns with it slower, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense at all. Mm-hmm. But that's the only way I can, you know, describe mm-hmm. the feeling of it. And I can't imagine feeling like that all of the time because that's horrible. I I know when I need to take my Lexapro because I'm like it feels like I'm moving Two, two of me is moving right now, and mm-hmm. one is trying to catch up with the other one, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. It gives me the spins almost. That's what it's and like, And, yeah. like, when you said you felt like things were coming from mm-hmm. the ceiling, that's kind of what it's like. <laughs> like, I would just be like, did you see that? And he'd be like, yeah, like, if I, move my, <laughs> yeah, if I move my head too quick, and it catches up, and I see, like, I don't want to say I see something, but, like, the feeling, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. I fully understand that part like, of it. Note. I think that's why it's kind of unfortunate me and him didn't work out because he was there for me for some pretty dark times in my life, like to sit with me through that. And, and I will say, nice. um, yes, people can be nice, but mm-hmm. you need to take all of them into consideration, their whole personality. Yeah. Like, I, it's great that he was there for you, mm-hmm. but he still did a whole Shiesty lot of shit. After yeah. Well, I can't relate to that medication <laughs> part. I feel like I never had time to process my emotions. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was on surviving mode, mm-hmm. you know, that I just had to push through. And especially after I had, like, my son, I was like, my parents did this for me, so that's exactly what I need to do, you know? Don't think about it. Don't think about your emotions. Just work, 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 work. And so, like, I got older, and I was like, fuck, like, that is not okay. And mm-hmm. I was closed off to a lot of people, and then when I had kids, I felt like I started being closed off towards them when they wanted that mm, physical loving yeah. touch. And I was like, why am I like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, these are my kids, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
again, that stemmed back to, you know, how I grew up and all that. Yeah. I have that, and I want to work through that with my therapist. Like, when I'm too, like, when my hypersexuality kicks in, I don't like my kids to, like, touch on me so much. And, like, I feel like that's one of those things I got to work with in therapy because my daughter's so loving, and she acts just like me, how Mm -hmm. I was with my mom. Like, I used to be touching on my mom's boobs Mm -hmm. and be like, come here, Vicky, give me a kiss. (laughs) And, like, she's like, Shante. But, like, I feel like I'm like that with, Simone, but it's only when I'm like super hypersexual. Mm-hmm. I'm like, stop, <laughs> stop rubbing on me like that. Like, I need a man. <laughs> like, that's that. Are there any natural remedies that you do like to use instead of since you said you're not? I like kombucha. Yeah. That shit is a good like probiotic to flush out your system. Mm-hmm. I like sea moss. I've that tried sea moss. Uh-huh. Um, I have um, sensory issues, so yeah. the consistency of it, and I, I, it just does, I, I felt like gagging every time I did well, it. Mine is... I literally had to put it in, like, swallow <laughs> that thing so fast. Mine is smooth and tasty. Um, look for that coming in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I feel like I've been good with my vitamin intake. I feel like that's something that's really, 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 like, boosted me up for sure. Mm-hmm. I wish I had um, some natural remedies. I only did therapy and affirmations. That's all I put in my notes. <laughs> Therapy's the meditation good. affirmations. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't really, I wish I was that person that, you know, was like, oh, I stick an onion in my sock when I don't feel good. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because I don't like onions. Or, you know. <laughs> I've actually, like, because like, from Mexico, they're called curanderas, which mm-hmm. is healers, you know, and they use like herbs and natural stuff and I, I've been trying to find a good book about it because I feel like I relate to that because like I'm also from Mexico you know and that's where I came from and I want to get into it because they literally are like oh you're sick do this herb this herb this herb and that'll fix it oh that's wrong here put this herb this herb and this and then drink it or like put it in the bath or whatever and then they're fixed you know what I mean mm-hmm. and that's something that I really want to learn more about and Me hopefully too. be able to talk to on the podcast with everybody. Yeah, my once you get that, great aunt does that. Oh, if either of you, works. please let me what? know because my I want something great for aunt my immunity. Does that and it works. Like she be having Dude. all these little weird things for a cut or a scraper that's, or something. Yeah, and, and that's then what I want. Like, like also like egg cleansing. Like yes. that's a big thing in Mexican culture, and I've done it to myself. I've done it to Christian. Wait, you said egg cleansing? Egg cleansing, where you rub an egg over your body, like and, a, and you take all the evil eye and energy out, like a yolk or just no, like a heart, <laughs> like an egg. With the shell, and you just rub oh, it, okay. like you so rub the, it around you everywhere. Crack it? No, well, okay. you crack it at the end in a, like a glass of water, and that's like, really and sick. you see what the messages are. Like, if there's a lot of spikes, that means you have a lot of evil eye. Like, there's a lot of things, symbols that would intre- interpret it, mm-hmm. you know. And what I do when I clean myself, and I, I can, I, I can sense when shit's off. So mm-hmm. I like, I cleanse myself, and of course, the fucking egg yolk doesn't lie. But then you can also return to sender because if you bitches like I am the most Zen person ever. But it's like if you're going to fuck with me and send me that evil eye energy right back at you, Hall. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to start it. I'm not going to send bad, bad, I'm I'm mm-hmm. send bad energy to nobody's way. But if you're sending it to me, then, Take that shit right then back that's where all you came fair from. and the love and game, you know, and I'm going to send it right back to you. So yes. that's one other thing that I've gotten into, like egg cleansing. I just I feel like I'm called towards it, but I'm just trying to find a good book that gives me 
good information because the ones that I found, they give me like, oh, this is what to do. Like you can even do like a uh, mopping, like mopping water to mm-hmm. like cleanse your home and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I want them to talk to me about like wh- how did it start? Where did it came from? You know, why we do these things? Not just give me like instructions or how to, or recipes to do this stuff. Like I want to learn from like behind, yes. you know, yes. and I want to be hands on I, and I want to learn from someone like a real grandma who's actually done it. <laughs> like I really want to go to Mexico, you know, yes. and find yes. them because they're out there but obviously we, I can't locate them from here because most of the people over there they live in like towns where there's no internet or anything mm-hmm. like that for them to put themselves out there right exactly and I think that that's important because um, not to say anything very bad about our healthcare system but it is not great mm-hmm. and um, look I can be one of those conspiracy people yeah <laughs> from the inside out yeah exactly do we're, we're not gonna sit here and shit on it but i will say that um i i want to do more natural things just because a lot of a lot of things are are bad over mm-hmm. here a lot of things are kind of not great for or, us or they make you sicker than you already or they are. come with side effects and yes s- side and effects. now you have something else because of it exactly like it cures one thing but it gives you something else so or, then once again you can go buy the medicine for something else and then it yeah. gives yeah. you something else yeah and it's i'm tired never ending or yeah. the i'm tired of the band-aids that people don't see from mm-hmm. the outside looking in from yeah don't shoot me medical field. But from being somebody from the inside, mm-hmm. there's a lot of medical errors that are made oh, and not sure. addressed. For and sure. then now you need something else because nurse so-and-so done fucked up and tripped you out this way. But you, you'll you never know. Right. Exactly. exactly. But we're talking That's shit about scary. it at the nurse's station. Yeah. And especially being women of color. Oh, I'm they don't I'm terrified of getting pregnant because I've always seen black women have a lower mortality rate for pregnancy. I'm so mad at myself for not looking up the stats, (laughs) but like that scares me so much. And even going to the hospital for anything, I know that I am less than when I go to the hospital. It always freaks me out whenever I go to do things because I've had pap smears that were like, okay, they told me there's something wrong, but they're like, you know what? There was a problem, but like, it's a little fine. I'm like, fine. So I would have to go. Yeah, exactly. So I don't go to the doctor like such and so primary I go to Planned Parenthood Mm -hmm. because um, I know that they are there to help you right the people of color Mm -hmm. yeah I will say that like even when I had my son like I had air like go to my brain because they messed up my damn epidural and it's it's real hard to pass shit on people who already know from like the inside Mm -hmm. out so like they were trying to make it like it wasn't a big deal they didn't repeat my MRI like and I was just like, so you guys don't give a fuck. Like, what if this thing could turn into an aneurysm? Like, God forbid. Let me not say that. I know. Hello. Yeah. But yeah, later on in life. So they they didn't have, like, true care for me when I was, like, having my son. And that sucks because you would think that those would be the people who, you know, wanted to study this. They wanted to be doctors to oh, help no. people. You know, not fucking be greedy and to give people more diseases, more problems that they already have. No. Even like when my grandma was sick, they put a colostomy bag on her. She didn't need no fucking colostomy oh. bag or no exploratory <sighs> surgery. And like, I was so hyper-focused on like, I want to save her, preserve her. Like, God, please keep her. This is my baby. That like, I okayed the surgery, but looking back on it, I'm like, she didn't need no fucking mm-hmm. explorative surgery. She had a fucking mass infection from failing kidneys and... <sighs> They should have just let her be put on things to die, but it, it all it all happened for a reason. But just the level of care, I will say that the level of care for a black person is is it's not the same. It's not, and it's not. It's really really sad because it makes me yeah, it makes me not go to the doctor, and mm-hmm. I know I'm supposed to, but I always get recommendations from my like I'm really good with my therapist. 
she's very great. And my psychiatrist, I feel like these women actually care about me. Mm -hmm. And I took my time to vet these women because I really wanted to get some genuine good help. The best Mm -hmm. thing about my psychiatrist, how I know that she's not a piece of shit psychiatrist, is because we get to have those conversations. She asked me, how are you feeling? How do these medications make you feel? What do we need to adjust? And the fact that she, you know, listens to me when I say, you know, X, Y, and Z is wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's the one who forced me to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm thankful for that. But the labs that they sent, they just did like random things. I and know. she was like, I need you to get this, 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 and this, and this. And I'm like, send me this in a message because I need so to tell them go. specifically. Yeah. Right. And uh, when I went there, they were just like, well, we're going to give you like what everybody the gives typical. you. And then so when I was telling them, well, this is specifically what my doctor said that we needed to test for. And then they were like, oh, okay, well, we didn't have this. We didn't have this. We didn't have this. And I'm like, well, they she told me that these are the things that are in like the standard or whatever. But it's just like the fact that I have to ask for these additional things. And I maybe she was right. It's the protocol. And that's just what they do. Mm -hmm. But for me, I just kind of felt like. I am a black woman who has to advocate for herself you in this situation because yourself. why are these things not on here? If my doctor is specific, my doctor recommended me come to you guys. Mm-hmm. And then like, I don't even understand why we didn't have a conversation. And like to this day, those people never even call me back to tell With the me. the results, they yeah. explain them to you. Yeah. Well, I've been waiting and fine, waiting. They don't have exactly, to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, they know because I told them release the, release them to me and release them to my psychiatrist because one of somebody has to have a conversation with me about this. <laughs> right. They didn't give me no information. I'm like, honestly, I'm not going back there because they didn't treat me right. Mm-mm. Not and at just all. Like, there's like bad doctors, like you said. There's also good people out there. Yeah. So like, do your research Definitely and whatever works research. for you works for you. Like I said, you know, we're not all the same person. Mm-hmm. But do your research and and look for good psychiatrists, good people who want the best for you. You know, not people who are trying to throw like drugs down your throat so that you can be better Mm -hmm. do you ever have that like complex though like somebody who's white can't give you the same therapy as somebody who's black or brown um so jill is white (laughs) i was gonna be like wait i thought jill was white yeah but i do want to have a black therapist at some point Mm -hmm. when i start to do my like heavy race work and right now I'm doing the trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so when I'm when I feel like I'm uh, good on that, so to At speak. At that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once I'm the next one. Yes. That's how I feel, because there are certain things that she doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. So like, if I were to explain uh, to her, this is an example that actually happened. Um, I was explaining to her when I grew up, I just kind of felt less than because I was like one of the only black kids and that really affected me in my relationships because mm-hmm. um, I wanted to date the white boys, but they didn't like me. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was because of my skin color. And she was like, so did you internalize that? Or mm-hmm. was it like um, just something that you thought or like, no, it was the truth. <laughs> yeah, the truth, and it's just it, she doesn't I, understand that because she didn't part. experience it. Yeah, exactly. I just felt like she had a harder time relating to it. And mm-hmm. when I would say, "Oh, because I'm black," like this is it, and she, I just kind of feel like she, she got it, she, but not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like she's trying her best in that aspect, but at the same time, she's an older white woman. She's she's not really. going to understand where the I'm coming from. Part. And Lord. Like, I'm thankful for her and I, I'm glad that, you know, uh, I, I do have her, but it's just like 
this she's she's not the therapist for me for that and that's okay yeah and that's okay Mm because i had different therapists for different things i Mm -hmm. let go of one of them now i'm down to one day a week i was two days a week but dang well i i I get it though (laughs) um are you like that (laughs) no i i fully because i used to go every single week and i brought it down when i was on the fucking beginning i thought i needed like every day i'm like (laughs) i need somebody to talk to right now every day please i just went down to uh twice a month and sometimes uh-huh. i'm just like yeah, i, I kind of need to go I back need no, like, <laughs> i need that i need that weekly like check-in other i think i have a lot mm. of trauma and yeah. it was about time for me to crack that mm-hmm. so do you feel like you need a black therapist uh, no my um my sexual trauma therapist is mexican and um i feel like she could relate on that colorism side but um, I my other therapist was white, but she was young, so I feel like she didn't really get like when I would come in fuming about how unfair I'm treated by the justice system, justice system as a black woman. I feel like she didn't understand that completely. Mm-hmm. Whereas I felt more connected to talk to my Mexican therapist, and I felt like she could understand how this world is not built. I didn't, I didn't feel that way though. I wasn't one of those people. Like I grew up around white people all my life. I didn't feel like there was an injustice towards me because of skin color until i caught that case mm-hmm. now i see really yeah. what yeah that was a, that wasn't that long ago yeah so okay i guess we can talk about this in another podcast because <laughs> i have so many questions yeah about you experiencing racism yeah like i didn't i didn't feel the the depth and the like deepness of it and how tied it is to a justice system until i went through it Okay. Because I always felt like I was passing enough to where, like, I I would never touch these type of issues or experience these type of problems. And if people do this on them, no, like, I was not treated right, like, by the justice system at all, by CPD at all. Mm -hmm. Fuck them. I feel like as a kid, I've always known. Mm -hmm. I think it really stems back to the experiences that I have had Mm -hmm. as a young kid because, um, again, I've been around or I, I grew up around white people my mm-hmm. entire life. So for them, that it part, was like... Yeah. Um, white, black enough. Yeah. For them, it was just like the N-word was like nothing. And then yeah. also there were some like actual racist people that I met when I was a mm-hmm. kid who would call me that. And I'm just like, why would you do that? Like, I remember waiting on the corner with my cousin. We had just gone to the library and we were on our way back. Or maybe we went to Walgreens getting some snacks and this car drove by. We were in Wheeling. I was like eight nine years old they drove by yelling the n-word at us and both of us were just like what do we even do Mm. like it's just that's the type of stuff i experienced as a child so like moving forward in my life i i i knew that i was always less than in this community because this is how these people think of me i always had the opposite like um Black people always reminded me like you're not white and da da da. That that too I got it from both sides. Yeah, yeah. I got that more so. Like you're you're still a nigger to them. Don't you forget it. Da 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 da. And I'm like, damn. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't feel that way. But I didn't either. I I just felt like a person. (laughs) I just felt like a person. Like I don't know. I got more racism and hate from my own people than. mm. I just feel like. the black people would just be like, oh, you're white. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I mean, I feel like everybody would say that, but you know, yeah. No, but then I was like, people always thought I was like ghetto or like black enough and like would make little fried chicken or like watermelon jokes. 
Oh and it's goodness. like, yes. I'm not yes. even like ghetto yes. by any yes. means. So and like, like, same. And I wouldn't even call it that, but I just felt like that would be just so disrespectful. But it was always stuff like that. Like, and it's like, I don't micro. even like fried chicken like that. I just oh, like the skin off of chicken. fried chicken. Everybody likes chicken. I love chicken. the skin. I feel like they should come out with something <laughs> that's just like the skin of fried chicken. Like toddlers. I would eat that shit, <laughs> like, eat that shit like, so bad. Like, the other day, like, my dad brought like, some chicken chips. and I literally ate the fucking skin off and put that shit back but he ate it <laughs> <laughs> i like the skin but of yes. dick and fried chicken oh uh, goodness gracious <laughs> i was gonna say of what <laughs> and i feel like that's a great place to um end it right there on a super positive happy note of uh wellness and natural remedies and chicken skin <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Thank you for listening, Izzy. What's what's our next topic? Um, on the next podcast, we're going to be talking about boundaries and attachment styles and how has that affected our, our life or made it easier. Yes, I'm excited because I go hard on attachment <laughs> theory. And right. boundaries. Yes. <laughs> so thank you guys and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.